Welcome to this Capgemini Cloud podcast on cloud economics. I'm your host, Jurjen T, and I'm part of the Cloud CUE in the Netherlands uh, within the CIS unit, Cloud Infrastructure Services. Uh, today we have the pleasure of being joined by Simon van den Doel, and today we'll be covering cloud economics and optimization. Uh, so let's get started. Simon, can you introduce yourself to the podcast listeners? Yeah, of course. Thanks, Jürgen. So my name is Simon Vanendel. I'm the offer leader for application migration to cloud, which is our global offer to support customers moving their workloads uh, to the cloud. Um, And I'm also a part of the team working on the cloud economics offering. Okay, thank you. So uh, just uh, digging into the details uh, uh, immediately. Um, So how can you identify the key drivers for your organization to adopt to cloud? Well, I think um, especially now at this time in the market, we've seen a lot of uh, companies which are uh, uncertain about the COVID situation and they are really trying to look at ways to reduce costs. So that's a big driver at the moment for a lot of organizations to adopt cloud. Uh, cloud. But generally, um, I think uh, the biggest driver uh, for for organizations to move to cloud is to increase the flexibility, um, to be able to um, develop uh, new functionality uh, quicker, uh, bring it quicker to market. Um, And I think that is the main drivers for a lot of organizations to, to adopt cloud computing. Okay, and uh, why cloud economics and what are the main drivers for customers to contact us for this specific topic? Yeah, well, you see a lot of organizations that have made the move to cloud, they um, actually uh, find themselves in the situation that they may not exactly be meeting the business case that they uh, created before. Um, So they're looking at ways to optimize their cost level um, and really make sure that they they squeeze the most out of uh, of the cloud that, that they're using. Um, but we also uh, have customers that actually uh, find themselves in the situations that um, a change that they did or, or somebody that deployed something um, created a, a spike uh, in, in their cloud costs. And they're really seeing um, that it's very important to get more control over uh, cost management within the cloud context. And then the, the, the cloud economics assessment is kind of a starting point to um, to think about how they need to change their procedures within within their organization and to um, uh, make sure that they don't uh, run into these kinds of cost incidents again. Okay, and uh, th- this has all to do with uh, predictability, I expect. Uh, can you elaborate more on the predictability? Yeah, well, um, what you see with cloud is, is of course, it brings a lot of flexibility, and and flexibility is is <laughs> by its nature uh, unpredictable. So um, uh, what you see is that there there are a lot of different choices when deploying uh, applications. Uh, there, there there are a lot of different tiers in 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 storage and in servers, and um, it, it's really hard for organizations to to make the right choice and to to um, optimize it from a cost perspective the 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 teams deploying uh, infrastructure and the devops teams uh, that that have control over over deploying uh, uh, the applications um, uh, they may not be used to to taking cost into account um, 
they may be looking more from a from an application perspective um and and with the cloud it's important to get all of that information uh together to the teams actually deploying this and and making sure that they have the right information to make the right choices uh in in deploying workloads uh, to the cloud okay and, and and building on that how do we advise our customers in in, in the balance between investing and overspending uh, so how do we calculate the value of cloud yeah, that 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 is a good question. I I think uh, uh, the the value, uh, the end value for for an organization comes from the the business side of things. So, it's actually the business uh, uh, that determines the value of um, uh, of what the, the workload is is uh, delivering to them. So I think it's it's really important to um, uh, to create visibility uh, of of costs. Uh, uh, and of, of the infrastructure that, that we're investing to, to support this workload, also to the business, to make the right choices, because uh, only the business can make the right uh, evaluation on, on if uh, the investment we're doing to deliver this functionality uh, makes business sense. So um, we need to create transparency, uh, but we also need to create a communication uh, between the, the IT teams and the business teams to really understand what the value uh, of uh, of this workload on the cloud is. Okay, and looking at the information management, um, uh, is it any cloud? Uh, how can we uh, retrieve all information from, from uh, the, the great variety of cl clouds? Yeah, I, I think that's uh, getting more and more difficult over time. So, so uh, we we see new features coming out. We see new tiers coming out uh, continuously. Uh, um, so that there's a real feature battle between between all of the different cloud providers, and it, it's becoming impossible for uh, anybody to to completely oversee all of the different possibilities and and choices that they need to make. So it's it's really important that we um uh, support the decision making uh, process by getting tooling in by uh, providing the right information uh, to the teams that actually need to make the decision on on how they uh, how they deploy it and also provide feedback on on um uh, the usage of the resources we're deploying uh, so we've allocated all these resources to this workload but are they really being used um so we really need tooling to to support that decision making process um, uh, around workloads that are operating uh, in the cloud. Okay, and, and building on that, uh, keeping uh, cost low and the efficiency high, uh, do you think it's crucial for IT organizations to be successful having this combination between uh, IT and the business-driven uh, initiatives? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is, uh, I think this is the, the main thing and it's not, it's not just a, a IT problem. It's really a business problem. So it, it it's about organizing this within within your organization, um, and it's a it's a different kind of structure than we're used to. Huh? It's not just a purchasing department uh, contracting IT services, and and then you have it under control. It's a real change, just as DevOps was a change uh, to the, to the IT. Uh, what we're calling this is FinOps is is a change to to the whole process around around cost management uh, within within an organization. So we need to bring together different different teams within the organization and and really um, uh, yeah really change the way that we actually uh, uh, manage this. Okay, thank you. And and to build on uh, FinOps and and cloud economics specifically, can you elaborate on the differences uh, between the two? 
Yeah, cloud, cloud economics is is really uh, more the 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 low level optimization of of what you have. So it really looks at um, uh, have you deployed the right uh, the right VMs? Uh, are you using the right uh, storage tiers? Uh, are you making use of the different uh, prepaid structures that that cloud providers provide? Uh, do you have any systems that are not being used? So so really more the hard technical. Uh, part of uh, of cloud computing, FinOps is more about um, changing the way you manage the costs of cloud, and, and that's more around bringing together the business, uh, purchasing, but also the the DevOps teams, um, supporting them with the right information to to make their choices, and um, also to to build in some some uh, controls to to make sure that you don't. Uh, run into the situation where uh, accidentally a script is deploying uh, uh, numerous database pools instead of an individual database. Or, um, so, so there's a lot of things that can go wrong. So you really need to think about, okay, how am I going to manage this risk within my organization? How am, am I going to bring the people together? And how am I going to support these people by providing them with the right information? Uh, can, can you elaborate more on how Capgemini specifically can help organizations to uh, to do this cloud optimization, either in project, as you explained, or uh, or structurally? Yeah, so so we see customers um, uh, often starting with with an assessment uh, as a starting point uh, because their business case uh, isn't isn't making sense or if they've had an issue, uh, but that's really just the starting point of of this whole change process. Um, uh, we, we, we support customers in the organizational change around it. So uh, setting up a center of excellence within the organization, um, uh, putting in those guardrails, uh, thinking about uh, how, um, uh, how to collaborate between the different teams. But we also build it into, into our services. So, so a service like CCP, the Capgemini Cloud Platform, uh, we, we actually have the, the, the cost management, the cost economics component in there as well for, for our customers to use. So we, we provide support at different levels of, uh, to different customers in the different stages of this process, which, which FinOps uh, uh, actually is. Okay, and do you have some, uh, some examples already from customers that have uh, engaged uh, the cloud optimization part, uh, specifically for cloud economics? Can you elaborate more? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've worked with, with different organizations uh, uh, to, to perform these kinds of assessments. So, uh, and, and, and everybody's always asking for, for percentages. So, so what kind of percentage of reduction can you, can you uh, obtain? So we have some good cases where, where we, we were in the 20 to 30% mark in, in kind of costs that we could take out of uh, what that customer was, uh, was running in, the, in, the, in, in their cloud environment. But it differs a lot from, from customer to customer. It also kind of uh, depends on, on what your cloud migration strategy uh, was, um, but uh, in, in almost every case, we can find uh, uh, optimizations uh, that uh, that can be achieved uh, within within the cloud environment. So it's it's uh, um, it's it's one of those things that that pretty much always makes sense to do. Um, but the advice is. Use it as a starting point to really to really make a change within your organization and to think about how you operationally want to uh, 
um, take more control over your costs moving forward with cloud and and um, be aware that that it's it's uh, it's it's really changing your organization so that's something you you need to support uh, within within your organization um, and looking at uh, uh, the market, hey, do we see this happening in certain uh, market units more often than than others? I can imagine that the public sector uh, isn't, uh, yeah, really progressing on cloud or, or is in, really in a cloud operating model already. Uh, do you see this happening in in certain areas of of business? Um, I don't think it's really sector specific. Of course, cloud adoption is sector specific. And of course, there we see uh, that government may not be the, the, the first to have made the move to cloud. Um, but uh, looking at the, the customers that, that are um, uh, deploying these kinds of assessments or, or deploying these kinds of tools, they're in different sectors, anywhere from finance uh, to, to industry. It, it, it's not really, really a sector specific thing. Okay, um, and looking at uh, the perspective uh, on, on on the global part, uh, we, we're based in Europe. Can you elaborate more on on the global initiative uh, around uh, cloud optimization, cloud economics? Yeah, so I, I have a, a, a global responsibility within cloud uh, within Capgemini, and um, uh, we we don't we, we see it happening everywhere uh, across all of the regions. So um, it's uh, it's not very specific to to um, to Europe or to to Asia. It, it uh, we deliver these. Uh, uh, across the globe um, and it, it is very driven by the time uh, COVID has uh, created a lot of uncertainty so everybody's looking to uh, reduce their cost level um, so that's a big driver across the globe at the moment uh, for customers to to look at cost optimization um, but it's 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 not limited to a, to a region so uh, thank you for your clear insights uh, Simon um, I hope our listeners have enjoyed it too um, so if there are questions, feel free to connect to us uh, via LinkedIn or check out the Capgemini website uh, where the services are described. Um, all of our podcasts are available online and you can subscribe to them through the usual channels. Um, so until next time, goodbye. This is Designing Momentum, a podcast from Capgemini. Designing Momentum is a show about what it takes to build and maintain momentum in business. When the odds are against you, how do you forge your own path? Original ideas very rarely come from looking in the same places you always look. So in this show, we'll be turning the spotlight in a different direction that you wouldn't necessarily think to look. Hosted by me, Frank Wammers, and with the help of Rachel Burford, International Women's Rugby World Cup winner, and experts in emerging technology and sport will be exploring why what goes on in the boardroom isn't so different to what happens on the pitch. Make sure you subscribe now in Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts.